And we're back. Slow vibe today. I hope it's not a, a no vibe. It's a slow vibe. It's all I had today. And I like the song a whole lot. Hope y'all vibing with me. Let's get it. Let's go. Oh, yeah, it's going down. Not to say I didn't try. New old I music. Tried. Not to say I don't need you no more. Yes, sir. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, B-Love. And like always... I have my very special host with me, India Marie. Oh, India Marie. And be love the husband and wife do what you didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday. Give it up one time again. It feels so darn good to be back. India, that was like a, a, a cue for you to say hello or something. No, that ain't even how this goes. Anyway. India, ask the question. That's how was how your goes. week? How was your week? What are you looking forward to? Tell me all the good stuff. Um, Let's get it. Feeling last good. week started off cool, ended off crazy. Don't talk about it yet. It's going to be our deep dive. It's going to be in our segments. Um... It well, is. I'll just so I won't talk about that then because it took up. <laughs> it, I mean, it took up the whole week. <laughs> yeah, man, we had we had a rough, fun, um, interesting week. Needless to say, it was uh, it was a little bit different. Man, I lost my wallet too. Did I say that last time? So you asking me about my me? Bad. I, had or to, what? I had to say it out loud. I had to say it. Out. I lost my wallet though. Like that's crazy. Go ahead. Um. Really, I'm just going <laughs> to talk about my event. I announced an event last week. Indeed. Hold on, girl. Um, called the Extraordinary Women Makers Market. It's, what's that, March? Extraordinary Women. 27th. Um, actually, this event is open to all businesses, not even just black-owned. Well, all women-owned businesses, not just black-owned businesses. Okay. Um, okay, I see the vibe. it's funny, though, because I think I may only have... Like maybe one or two vendors that are not black. Come on, my um, minorities. They're like they're the minorities now. Come on, minorities, get your ass in here and get some and vendors. I don't even know like what to even. I've had quite a few, you know, other people reach out. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's kind of like I tell them my vendor fee and they go crickets and I can't be bothered mm. by it, honey. So man, let me tell you um, something. It goes back to something that we said a while ago. Like just because it's black, don't mean you got to get a discount. Like, you charging the same prices that everybody else charges. Actually, so it's funny because there was um, just an event. The space that I'm having the event in is called Ozari. It's inside of l Market. And it's a beautiful okay. space. Um, but in order for me to have events in beautiful spaces, they cost me more money. Beautiful fees. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so there was just a market there last month okay i know that that vendor fee was more than mine mm. because Beat i facts. was invited to be a part of that market and i remember you telling business. me how much the fee was i almost shit a brick but still um i was gonna have to pay it and so i announced my event and yes, my vendor fee is in the range but it's less okay than what that fee was um, and I know that some of the girls who were a part of that market mm-hmm. um, reached out to me about my market. That's just not willing to pay the fee. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I'm fine with that because who, who right. is going to be there is going to be there. It's still going to be a beautiful event. And that's just what it's going to be. But honestly, it, it's really nothing to hide. If you want to be a part of the event, I think I have like five vendor spaces left at five. this point. One, two, three, four, five. Get your ass in and get um, live. Let's so yeah, go. Just email me at hello at she did that.com. The vendor Let's fee is 215. Let's and that's do it. it. <laughs> Holla, listen, man, come say us. If you got, I'm going to break the math down for you just in case you're slow. If you got 10 things, and you sell 10 things for $20 a pop, guess what you just did? 
Made your money back. Come on, man, listen. <laughs> if you said 11, you made a profit. 10, you made your money back. Stop acting cheap and get your ass in. Let's go. Because I mean, part of the market, obviously the markets are Quick to math. sell your products, but it's also to help get your business out because people might be there who, they may brand not shop from awareness. you. awareness. They might not shop from you that it's the day. brand awareness, man. Let's go. They'll probably shop from you at some point. Um... But anyways, yeah, Extraordinary Women Makers Market. That's what I'm most excited about because mm-hmm. it's actually coming next It's week. coming around. She'll be coming around. <laughs> uh, is it? I hope not. It's yeah, next not. week. It's next Saturday. So, Damn. yeah. Hey, there it is. So, she told you. Where can they reach out to you again? Hello at shedidthat.com. Hello at shedidthat.com. Holler at the home girl and let her get you in where you fit in so you can vend, my friend. I'm on fire today. I can already tell <laughs> what type of pod it's about to be. So, anything else you want to mention you're looking forward to? Because I got a lot to talk about mm-hmm. and a little bit of time to talk about it. That's it. All right. Well, let me go ahead and do this before I um, before I forget. Oh. See, I told you you had it something was. else. I told no, you. This I told was literally you. I just, told you. I mean, I could have waited to the end, but since I'm already talk, talking about it, usually I do charge like tickets to get into to my events, but this one is actually free. It's open to the public. Free! Even if you don't want to shop, just come by, check out the event, get some business cards, and follow the girls on Instagram. What date? uh, March 27th. That's on a Saturday, and it's from 11 to 5. So Mm. you got a good chunk of time, you know, to pop in at some point throughout the day. Hey, did you do what I said earlier, though? What? Did you pick somebody to win the um, gift card, the Hulu vibes? I didn't know you had text me. Lord, Amber. let me tell y'all something about India. We live together, right? Man, you know, we live together in the same oh, house. Oh, no reason why you shouldn't text me. I did text you. I was doing something, and you were doing something, too. It's easy. She'll respond to Ophelia, Amber, Sydney, Kayla, the whole gang. If I forgot your name, you just know it's with love. But she'll respond to all of them. When it comes to responding to me and I live in the house, I get zero love. Ain't that some damn shit? But anyway... I told oh, no. you to pick the winner for the um, Hulu giveaway contest, and you didn't even do it. But let's get on to it, man. We'll announce gonna... it on... Um... Well, by the time this comes out, it's going to be announced. I just wanted to say the winner mm, on the podcast. Okay. But by the time this comes out Tuesday, the winner would have already been announced on Instagram. So check it out. Um, if you did win, congratulations to you. And we'll do it again probably next month. I think I'll do this once a month, man. So tell a friend and tell a friend and tune on in in a real way. But let's get right into it this week. Let me hit the button. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. Yes, indeed. So, listen, here we go. It's funny, right? I want to talk about like two or three things, but I'll start at the top. As we get ready to go outside again, it's getting warm. (laughs) And it's something that we don't talk about, really. I think we should normalize talking about uncuffing season, but we'll talk about that later on. We always talk about cuffing season and what's going to happen. Let's normalize talking about uncuffing season. Talk about breaking up for the summer. It's hot outside. Time to see some thighs. Oh, but anyway, not me, though. But I'm just saying in general, we should talk about that. However, what I do want to talk. Go ahead. You about to say something. Uncuffing season. Ain't no one. Uh, but that would technically. Uncuffing that season. Would, but I feel like uncuffing season. is right now. Daylight savings. No, I feel like uncuffing season ends before Valentine's Day. Nah. Right now, it's daylight saving time. The days get longer. Brunches get stronger. Mm-mm. And it's time to go out here and kick it. You feel ain't me? nobody putting in all their work for the holidays. It's like Christmas, Man, then listen. Valentine's Day coming. Because the thing is, cuffing season happens, what? In the October, cold, right? In the dead of winter. Yeah, October, November, you probably get cuffed. Yeah. And so, because it's a new thing and it's fresh... You're not spending holidays together. You're just doing a lot of Netflix and chilling. Um, And you're probably not exchanging Christmas gifts because you just met. So. That's the vibe. They're probably breaking up before Valentine's Day. They might. Because I feel like Valentine's Day is far more pressure than Christmas. 
got a good point. You got a good so point. So it's like, we can rock this thing out through Christmas because we just met. So we're not going to see each other's families. We're, not, we're probably not actually exchanging Christmas gifts on Christmas Day. You got Christmas a good Day. point. You got a good and point. So, but Valentine's Day is far more... It's, you know what it's it is? It's so much more pressure because it's the lover's day. It's I got you, though. People's need to go on a date to get the roses and the candy and all of that stuff. So I feel like if people are participating in uncuffing season, uncuffing it's for sure happening season. before Valentine's Day. I got something for you. Something real special. Something real sweet. Uncuffing season is a season. You know what I mean? So a season just doesn't happen in one day. It could start at Valentine's Day, but the peak of the season, like the peak of summer, is in what? July. After July 4th, boy, you be hotter than the devil's house at barbecue in the backyard, running around naked with women. But the peak of cuffing season starts right now. Actually starts on today. Well, we're recording the podcast a little bit early. March 14th. Daylight saving time. The days have gotten longer now, so now it's time to go out there and get your Mac on. Now, listen, sundress season is coming as well. So it's going to be seasonal approaches to becoming uncuffed. Break the chains. Be free. Go out there and look at some cheeks and do it for me. And I really feel like it should switch because people are always talking about cuffing season being in the wintertime. Yeah. I feel like... The summertime is also a good time for cuffing season. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Because you can get some really good vacations in. But the thing is, y'all just started dating. So the girl, like, it's more, it's easier to go half. Because you just started dating. But let me, all right, so let's, let's stay right here. We own something good. This is not even what I plan on talking about. Brunch we, dates, patio season. But why we got to be an item, though, to do that? Like, why can't we be, like, platonic, maybe... Freak buddies and be going out. We hit a brunch, and then we go home and kick it. We go on vacation. You just could be my designated, like, um, what can I say? My designated friend, summer love. You could be my designated summer love. However, we both know that there's no strings and no stipulations to what we have. So really, you just so really you're just doing this like you're dating somebody to stay in the house. You don't want to be seen, is what you're telling me. Because you're like. Man, every guy, I don't care what they say, every guy out there wants to find him a good-looking, attractive girl to pull up to the brunch spot with. Now, listen, if you're going out with the homies, it's a different thing. But if you're about to go to brunch, man, you want to find you something nice to have at brunch because you want to feel the vibes after brunch. Y'all go back and, you know what I'm saying, you lay up with her or you just... Nobody wants to be with an ugly or a baddie with a bad attitude. Well, it's probably not even like going to lay up because... Summer brunch used to be like so lit. That's what I'm saying. You, you go be out the, and you get drunk girl. and you Listen. have a good time, but you're probably not going home and No, you're probably finna go home and have some old nasty hot sex. So why you want to do that with the ugly or a baddie with a bad attitude? You want to do that with the girl who's fun, who knows how to get the summer vibes going, who's going to laugh with you, talk to you. You want to be with the homie lover friend. And so if, it's really just so you can date different people throughout the year. Because what, what would be the problem with doing that with the same person that you cuffed wrong in the wintertime? Nothing wrong with it. But see, in the wintertime, listen, all right, listen. What if you're just not cuffing people that look as nice in the wintertime because you in the house? You might want to cuff a gorilla in the winter. <laughs> And then somebody, <laughs> a cheetah in the summer. I don't know what you might want to do. But all I'm saying is in the winter, you got the girl that may, you know, just be a little more um, domestic. Got real domestic vibes on her that can cook real good. And y'all can lay up. She can play spades real well. But in the summertime, you got the old young tenderoni that likes to run around, take vacations, and then have other men pay for her drinks and stuff like that. That's the vibes you may be looking for for the uncuffing season. So, hey, it's uncuffing season. Do your thing, find out what you like, and go out there and be free. But I feel like at this age, we're too, we too old for that. What you mean? No, we're too why old we, for that. Why would I We're too old for that. Because it's literally just... That, man. Because it, you're just playing games. Ain't nobody got time for that. You're but literally you're talking a good about time. this. You're talking about this from man. the male perspective. I right, so don't know from, woman want to get cuffed. You're, listen... Oh Cuffin my gosh, the song got there right. You a runner, you a track star. Come on, man. season is a man thing. Mm-mm. Mostly a man thing. You being oblivious. No, I'm not. Yes, you being naive. No, I'm not. 
actually, if we're talking about the traditional cuffing season, women are probably cuffing them for a completely different reason. Man, Men are me. just like, I want somebody to be in the house to be domesticated with and all that shit. And women just want to get cuffs <laughs> for the gifts, for the holidays. I know one of my homegirls. I know this girl, one of the homegirls. She dated in the wintertime, this guy. When I looked at her, I looked at him, I'm like, mm, they don't like, they match. They don't, two things don't go together here. But it was the winter. Guess what? Uncuffing season came, my boy ain't nowhere in the scene no more. And my girl, guess where she at? On the scene, without him. Give it up for her. Out here, having a ball. Living it up. How you know she didn't get dumped? No. Nah, uh, yeah. How do you know that he didn't know. uncuff her? Like, <laughs> what are you know. saying? I don't, I don't know, but I feel like looking at him and looking at her, Looks have nothing to do with it. Girls be attractive to niggas for personalities. Like, we be looking at personalities. So, she could have gotten uncuffed. I'm attracted to you because of your personality. For real, though. <laughs> Everybody laughed at that statement. Even you laughed. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. We know. We all know the vibes. Relax. But, I said that to say, it is uncuffing season. And, I brought all of this up. To say I'm thinking about getting vaccinated. I texted you that the other day, remember? I told India, I said, hey man, I know. I know what I said in the beginning. But I'm thinking about I'm about to hit that vaccine, man. Give me, give me the juice in my arm. And the reason why, we're about to travel. We're going out of town. We're about to take a trip to MIA, yo. And I want to be, you know, kind of be free. I'm wearing a mask still. But I still want to protect myself. And somebody made a good point. I forgot what I was listening to. But they said, hey, I know the JBP. And Parks was like, hey, he's getting vaccinated so he can go around his mother, his grandmother, his father, and his niece who has leukemia mm. without, the, without the fear, I'm sorry, of spreading the virus to them. Even though he might go get tested and he may be asymptomatic or the test may come back negative, he still doesn't want to have that hanging over his head that he might be spreading the virus. So for us, my parents got it. They got the vaccine, you know, so I feel good about that. Now I'm like, damn, do I want to get the vaccine? Because I do feel like we, you said it. We're going to Miami. Then we could be going to Houston. Shout out to Ophelia. You feel me? And then we could be taking another trip. with. I could be taking a trip with the homies. You could be taking a trip with the homegirls. Listen, 2021 might be open. It might be, you got your stimulus coming. I know you ain't mentioned it to me. <laughs> I know. Listen, my girl been quiet at the church mouse over here. She about to get stimulated. And I ain't about to get none of it. But she ain't told me nothing about this stimulus. We, we filed our taxes separately. That's I did why. make a mistake. Yeah, we, we, we did. We filed our taxes separately. And I made a mistake. And I claimed Blake on mine last year to the detriment of both of us. <laughs> That's a mistake. I never do that again. So we don't even get the child, uh, yeah, we don't. We don't get the child credit. Lord, man, I've been paying taxes since I was 23 years old. If anybody out there knows how not to pay taxes, holler at your boy legally. Holla at your boy. I'm but, all about it. Well, I'm trying to see what we have gotten it. Yeah, for sure. You have got we filed, 28. No, no, no. Eight. Have we filed together? No. What's, no, what is it? 150. I don't know, man. 150 as a couple. Man, why you talking? Don't talk about it. Come on, we talking about the podcast right now. Why you talking about all this stuff so, out loud? I'm, I'm saying, well, like, did we screw ourselves? So we would have gotten it. Anyway, let's, 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 keep, let's keep talking about the podcast. You're doing too much we right now. We would have gotten way more. I've never known her to talk so open and freely before in my life. Well, you're being a freak right now. <laughs> like, I don't even understand. Uh, the, the IRS might be watching this. You know how I feel about that. I'm scared of, I'm scared I of the I did check it, boys. though. You know, I don't know if y'all know this, but you can go to the IRS. I check yours, um, too. I got your social security number. You getting yours on March 17th. I checked it. <laughs> Give it up for me one time for your mind. Are she you thought, serious? listen, she really thought she was about to be stimulated and not let me find out where the check was hitting. March 17th, bank account. <clears throat> and I know how the vibe's going to be up until March 17th. Soon as March 17th hit, my girl going to be out. She about to go to Sephora. She about to go to all the fancy beauty. She about to get a mixed no. swimsuit. She showed me a swimsuit the other day, $95. I'm like, damn. <laughs> it's expensive ass swimsuit, $95. Then I said, let me go type in 41. I said, let me see what's going on with this uh, stimulus check. 
March 17th. That's not true. Actually, that's not what I'm using the stimulus check for at all. About to get stimulated. Okay, all right. It's a vibe. I'm using my other money for my Miami money. That stimulus check is being saved because I got... I'm planning a whole event. What do you think is going to happen with this money? About to get $95 going in a swimsuit. I know the vibe. I know the vibe. Anyway, let's tell the people what happened during the week. This is what I wanted to get to right here. The main subject beside uncupping season, which is a real thing. We'll talk about that this week, perhaps. But what I really want to talk about in a real way is what happened with Blake. This episode <sighs> will probably be all about uncuffing and Blake. India, I'll let you go from here. So last week was a long week for the whole house. None yes, of us indeed. slept. So, you know, I feel like everybody's allergies and sinuses was pretty bad last week. I don't know what was blooming in the air or whatever the case may be, but it was, it was bad. So, I would say starting Monday, Granny, I feel like Blake's nose is always running a little <laughs> bit, but he's a toddler and they put everything in their mouths. So, Monday, I would say, is when he just got super congested. Yeah. And so, I am... <laughs> people be saying they're moms who do like a bunch of like natural stuff they be calling them crunchy mamas but I, granola <laughs> granola I do do a lot of like natural home remedies and all of that stuff but I will say that generally speaking they work crunchy um, granola that's a hell of a word and I couldn't shake this cold or these sinuses or whatever Blake had going on. So I was I was mm -hmm. giving him Zyrtec, but I was also using other like natural stuff that I normally use on him and it just wasn't working. And so I was just like, okay. So then probably about uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, Tuesday. I noticed him scratching. So my boy getting down too, all in his Scratching. Neck. What the fuck's wrong with you, bro? And so I was like, why is he itching? Wednesday is when I noticed that he had actual bumps. Yes. And so I was like, okay. Wednesday night was the worst night of it all. He didn't sleep at all. Um, Super dad over here woke up. Bum, 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 bum. Well, India be sleeping. <laughs> My girl be sleep. Don't wake up in the middle of the night. She's no good to anybody. So she'll go. Blake, Blair, I will get up. I'm about to say that. I'll see. I'll let me get to him. Let me get done. You'll go say, Blake, are you okay? And he'll say, yeah. I'll say, I got him. You good. And you'll go, okay. And then you'll. Sleepwalk right back to the bed. Anyways, so his right nostril, I couldn't get it to drain. Oh, it's right, it's right. It was completely closed off. I couldn't suck anything out of it. Like, I couldn't do anything. And my boy was just miserable. He was hurting, man. So I, I was, said, yeah. all right, enough's enough. I'm taking him to the doctor. Took him to the doctor on Thursday. That lady looked me dead in my face and said that he was fine. So I'm literally explaining to her everything that's going on with him. Yeah. Um, I'm telling her that, you know, he can't breathe. He's super stopped yeah. up. He has these bumps. They're yes. multiplying. He's constantly scratching them. I think that he may have had an allergic reaction to something, but the fact that they're multiplying makes me think that it may not be a, an allergic reaction. It could mm -hmm. be something else. Uh, it's, you know, it's probably just the grass. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just that time of year. This mister. And I said, okay, so what about the congestion? Cause he literally can't breathe out of his nose. Um, like he's, he's snoring at night. Big snoring. Um, oh, is that the issue? He can't breathe out of his nose. Give him some Robitussin. So I'm looking at her like Robitussin. Big robe. So, in the back of my head, I'm knowing that I'm probably not going to give him rope assistance, but... Yeah, crunchy granola. So, I get ready to leave, or she's she's getting ready to walk out of the office. She looked me dead in my face. She said, he looks great. Smiled at me and walked out. Now, let me stop and you so, right here. Can I, can, I, can I hop in? Mm hmm This whole time, I was like, man, India, I don't think I like Blake's pediatrician. India said the same thing a long time ago. We said it so long. Well, not a long time. Probably about last year. No, it was it was, it was a long time ago. About a year and a half ago, right? Mm-hmm. We, well, we found in the same office, you found another pediatrician. Yeah, so he she was, was a black lady. No, she wasn't. Mm -mm. Really? So, mm -mm. so he was going to the, this one pediatrician lady. like since birth. Then she did something to piss me off. Yeah. 
And then every time I tried to make an appointment, she was never available. So we had started seeing the nurse practitioner. That's what it was. Yeah, so we were seeing the nurse practitioner. So I called one day and I was like, just switch him to the nurse practitioner. I don't want him to go to this doctor anymore. Just switch to the nurse practitioner. So he had been seeing her for about a year. Yeah. Well, the pandemic hit, the nurse practitioner quit. And so they called and they asked me if I wanted him to go see another doctor in the office. And I told them no, because I had also seen that doctor before, too. And she gave me very racist, like upfront racist vibes. And so I was just kind of like, no, just put us back with his first doctor because we know her at this point. So they put us back with her. And I I still knew that I was probably going to switch his pediatrician. Mm-hmm. Um but this this visit forced me to find somebody else, yeah. like, quick. Um, so, you know what else I noticed? I do not, because I'm waiting on it. When we first started taking him there, there were actually a lot of black nurses that worked in the office. Yeah, I remember the cool one. She was talking about her grandson. She talked my head off of that day. I'm like, lady, what the hell are you talking about? Well, since the pandemic, yeah. none of those black nurses are in the office anymore. They got out, like the movie, Get Out. So now the office it literally only has white women working in there. So let me let me talk about something right here. I'm gonna hop in. Wendy went to the pediatrician. She dismissed him. I said that like nothing's wrong. You guys, he looks fine. Didn't even try to get to the root of the problem. I don't know if it was like, hey, this black mom doesn't really know what she's talking about. She's coming in all hyped up and probably nothing's wrong, or she didn't take the time out try to figure out what was wrong with my son so i'm pissed off at this point and i do think that there's an unconscious bias when you go to certain pediatricians that look at black like young black moms really Mm -hmm. and um well young black families um looking at us kind of like man do y'all even got insurance is that in the third um it's a wild thing and i felt like that from the jump with this pediatrician i'm like why you why you being like that like my money's spent. My child, I just want you to give my child the same or better service that you would give anybody else. That's all we're looking for. And if something is wrong, we just need to know so we can I, fix the problem. I was going to say, and back to your uh, point when it comes to like their unconscious bias towards uh, young black families. So did we tell the story on the podcast where you picked the wrong insurance this year? Yeah, yeah, we told this. Story. Okay, so y'all know we're we're on the high deductible insurance plan, uh, and it's already March, and I've already had to go to the doctor. Blake has had to go to the doctor. Guess who hasn't gone to the doctor? <laughs> the motherfucker that's paying for the insurance. The him. I ain't been to the doctor at all. But guess what? Every check about two forty five come out of it. So hurting. Bear picked the the high deductible insurance plan. My mistake. So. It was a mistake. What's crazy is I had just taken him to the doctor like a week before his birthday for a rash Mm. that he had. And so I feel like I paid a deductible that day, but I may not have. I honestly don't remember. And so when I took him back last Thursday, you know, to see about the the bumps he had all over his body and his congestion and stuff, they were like, you have a... um, you have an 70. overdue balance from your last visit. And I was like, really? I was like, well, what is the balance? And they was like $71 and some cents or whatever. So she looks at me and she was like, um, do you want me to put, put you on a payment plan? For 71 damn dollars. Listen to me. <laughs> Everything that we're talking on right now costs more than $71, people. And this lady tried this. And, and if you don't got 71, that's cool. Let me know and I'll give you, I'll let you borrow 71. You just got to give it back. What I'm saying is, don't try to fade me with $71. I picked the wrong insurance. It ain't my fault. Well, and it, it's, it's not even about like whether you can afford it or not. It's they the, it's the automatic assumption that you can't. The lady said, do you, do you need to be on the payment plan? She about to make me pay $10 a month for seven months. So... I was like, no, I'll just pay the 71 today. And um, she was like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and I was just like. Bro, it's 71 bucks. Oh, you feel weird about it, lady. And so anyways, um, <laughs> when I was getting ready to leave the visit, myself. I asked her, I said, so is there like not anything that you can prescribe him, you know, to help him at this point? And she was like, well, no, not really. So then there was like. There was a cream that he had been prescribed like a couple years ago that we had put on him for a rash or yeah. whatever. 
Um, and I was like, well, can you prescribe us some more of that cream? Because I'm thinking that it'll at least like calm the bumps down or whatever. And she was like, oh, fine. Yeah, sure. I can go ahead and prescribe you prescribe you some of that. Well, basically, and I was like, like, you don't need it. But shit, if you want it, I'll give it to you. This whole time, we thought Blake had chicken pox. And, so, and, then, and then I was <laughs> like, well... Can you give me an allergist referral or something? Because he has bumps. Like, we got to figure out where the bumps coming from, lady. He got bumps. He can't breathe at night. He's sneezing. Snotty nose. And all you're going to say is, goodness gracious, he looks great. <laughs> By golly, look at you guys raising a black son. Maybe your dumb ass out here and give me some damn medication. So... I left and obviously Barry and I were upset about it because I mean work pissed all day. Um, Thursday night he was still miserable and the, you know old folks always got the the remedies. I ain't trying to call my mama old, but she's older than me and she was like, um, "You think you might have chicken pox?" And I was like, "Mom, they they, <laughs> they look like chicken pox a little bit to me." And she was like, "Why don't you go get some Caladril?" Which apparently you can't find Caladril nowhere in uh, Nashville, but I did get some Calamine lotion and. So I just covered him in that, and it did help him sleep that night. So the next day, and I, I, I said this on my Instagram story, if anybody caught it, but I do have a hard time with social media. That's why I'm never consistent on it. I, like, I just don't like it, generally about speaking. about to get a camera, though. She about to be lit. Um, but I got on there, talked about my story, and there were several people who sent recommendations. Oh, yeah. Thank y'all, too, for all the recommendations for, um, y'all sent. Doctors. And so I had called this one lady that somebody referred me to. Their office didn't even answer the phone. I left the voicemail, and I had just been waiting for them to call me back. They still ain't called me back. <laughs> um, but then another girl reached out to me, and she was like, hey, shout out to Brandy. Um Brandy! She reached out to me and she was like, you should try my doctor. He's phenomenal. He's in Murfreesboro. Like, we make the drive because he's such a great doctor. So I was like, all right, it's great. A drive. So we, I called that office and I was like, do you take sick patients, um, sick visits for new patients? Yeah. And I was like, if you're planning to stay here, like, you know, switch him here and I said yes I'm, I'm trying to find a new pediatrician and she was she was so confused because I, I I must have sounded like I was in a panic and she was like she was distressed she was like do distraught. you she was like do you even know which doctor you want to see and I was like <laughs> yes <laughs> um the doctor, blackest yeah, one you got give me the blackest uh, one Dr. Derek Johnson. That's the doctor uh, we took him the, to the in Murfreesboro. The blackest one. Look at that name. Derek. A good strong black name. Um, Ooh, and so they were like okay um he can take you today at three. No, they had, he was like, he can either see you today at three, uh, 310 or 320. And I was like, put us down for the 320. We'll be there. Run it. So we get there and he comes into the office. I mean, he comes into the room and he's checking Blake out. He's asking me what's going on. So I'm giving him the rundown. What did Blake do? And um, he said, <laughs> Blake, <laughs> Blake was not like, Having it, he was so moody in the doctor's office. Now, what did he um, do though? What out of his ass? Oh, yeah, he tooted. He did. He said, He said, <laughs> he looked at them and he said, I tooted. It was like, y'all, it was like, like an egg, too. It, it smells so bad, but anyway, they had to do nothing. My son is uncouth, but um. He asked me, he was like, where have you been? Have you been around anybody? And, you know, he's asking all these questions. And I was like, I don't think so. And I was like, but we, we do go to the park. And he goes, he said, let me get my special light. So he leaves the room, comes back with this light. And there's like a magnifying glass attached to it. And he's looking at the bumps. Mind you, his original pediatrician did not even examine him that closely at all. She just kind of like, she took his hand. She was just like, nah. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so he looks and he he looks at me. He said, all right, mom, you want the bad news or the bad news? And I was like. I would have passed out. Yikes. I'm like, man, play with me. I was like, um, what does he have? And he was like, he has um, scabies. And I Bruh, said. I don't know what a scabies. I said, scabies, rabies? When India told me, I said, rabies? And I was like, scabies. And he was like, yeah. He got scabies, so he told me it's, I mean, the the only thing that I can describe it as is like a, a tick, a flea, chiggers, or something like that, a bug that gets under the skin, lays eggs, and, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, that's mm. pretty much what it is. And I was like, well, how do you get it? Because one thing Bear has always known about me is that I'm terrified of bugs. Yes, Lord. And so... And both of us are clean people. Like, we are 
they borderline germaphobes. We get our house sprayed routinely. Like we do not actually, the, the man is supposed to come this week to spray the house this week. Yeah. And so I was like, how on earth could he have gotten it? And he was like, you know, come in close contact with people skin to skin or through like clothes or, you know, stuff like that. So I was like, well, dang, he did hug a kid at the park. You know, Blake is a hugger. And what else um, did he do at the park? Did, did we we told the whistle story the whistle. too. Yeah, yeah we did tell this story. And so when he was saying, I did tell him about that whistle incident. He was like, no, he wouldn't have gotten it from that because right. um, that's exchanging saliva. So he would have had to you got hug. got mono from that. Yeah, he would have had to <laughs> hug that kid or, you know, I don't know if the kid had a, a scabies mite on him, Blake hugged him, the, the mite jumped off the kid and onto Blake's clothes. Um, however... It's like a period of time. So sometimes you can get exposed to scabies and you don't actually start itching and the bumps show up until two to six weeks later. So honestly, there's no telling where he got it from. And well, then been, I, Blake's been outside. He's been in the park. He's been to the museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been to the museum. He's hugged a couple of kids over the past month. <laughs> and so I was just like, oh, and he's such a friendly kid. Um, but I'm like, you know, I guess next time we're at the park and he meets a friend and they start playing and I'm, you know, it, usually it's the moms or the parents. They're like, you want to give them a hug before they leave? Um, no hugs. You know what? We're cool. Give a fist bump. Give a peace out. Something else. But we got to figure out things that we can do to other kids to wish them well before they go on about their merry ass way. Yeah, and I... Because <laughs> we ain't having it. This is the first and last time we getting scabies, rabies, herpes, any of these. And it's None just, of that coming in this really house. It's really like... It's a lot. Because I, I, obviously, when he said scabies, I went down a research hole. Applebee's. Like, I was on Google all night, the night they told us that he had it. And so... We did her, my mom, her mom. Yeah, so I'm like literally having to wash everything in the house. And then... Barrett and I did the scabies treatment too. So, okay, so back to the original <laughs> story. Um, he basically he said, you know, he was he was like he's having like an allergic reaction. It's causing all of this congestion. So you need to give him Benadryl at night, start taking the morning for the next, you know, seven days or whatever. Yeah. Um, he prescribed us a cough me medicine to help with the draining. Um, of all the mucus and the congestion that he's been dealing with. And then he also gave us the treatment, um, which is like a cream. And there's like a certain chemical in it. What is it called? Uh, permethrin, I think. Chlorine. No. Oh. I think it's called permethrin. My bad. I, I could be saying that wrong. But anyways, that is like what kills the scabies mice. Gotcha. So we rubbed him down in that on Friday night. And then last night, which would have been Saturday, you and I... I rubbed ourselves um, down with We that did shit the treatment too. too, but we're still having to go back and wash everything, and then we have to do one more treatment seven days from now. So, saying all that to say this, man, don't go to doctors with the mindset that they gonna know everything is going wrong because they probably are not, especially if they already have some kind of unconscious bias with them. I would just say trust your good. Because when I was leaving there, I was like, that ain't right. I was like, the way he's scratching and itching with these bumps, ain't no way he, like, no. And My I was... Digging deep, too. Really getting in there. I was thinking that it was eczema. Because I do mm -hmm. think he has a little bit of eczema. But the bumps were so sporadic. I was like, this just don't... You know, eczema is usually like rashes. Yes. Yes, yes, um, yes, 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 yes. But these were like little sporadic bumps everywhere. So I was like, dog, she is Platers. playing us right now. Played us. We like, man, how you doing that though? And I could not believe this is the same pediatrician we've been seeing since day one. So she already know we're not coming there for play. We coming there to get a diagnosis. All we want to know is if something is wrong, let us know. Man, let me tell you, it was so bad. Indy kind of told this part, but I'm going to double back down. Blake woke up in the middle of the night. Could not sleep. It was like 2.30, something like that. Yeah, it was like 2. I took him. I put him on my chest. We laid on the couch. He was snoring so hard. I couldn't believe it. I felt so bad for the little fella. I started Googling ear, nose, and throat doctors. Vanderbilt. Got my boy in. 
quick. They're going to get him in fast. But all that to say, if all these people, all these specialists, we've, we've done our own research now, could tell us the diagnosis and could get us in to see us before the end of March, why couldn't our own pediatrician do it from the jump? So that tells me she didn't even want to help. Either she was no. too lazy or incompetent or had some type of underlying issue with skin color, my friend. No, and I am planning to call up there. I'm going to give a Google review. Um, no stars. If anybody knows how you handle that, because um, it was definitely a misdiagnosis. Obviously, it wasn't nothing. Um, it was big, big time something. And you're talking about bugs in our house. So, you know, it's like, who knows what it could have turned into. Right. Other you know, than the had we not caught it when it did. And we don't know shit about scabies. No, nah, this is <laughs> scabies, lice, sound like it's white to me. But I don't know. Like, I don't, I really don't know. So, well, and I did have a couple of game. people reach out to me and say that they had had it before. Okay. Um, this one girl told me that she used to work in a, um, foster care home mm, okay. and she had gotten it from there and from what I was reading oh and then another girl said that she worked in a daycare and at a summer camp and she saw a scabies outbreak in both places oh, okay. and so from what I hear it is very common in like child care mm-hmm. nursing homes like places like that um but considering Blake is at home with us every day and Baird and I don't Go anywhere like Bear go goes one to place. the gym. That's it. And one place. I go to the doctor. Like I go see my eye doctor once a week. She does. And Bear goes to the gym. That's literally as That's far as we're, oh, we in know. the grocery store. So we ain't out in these streets like that. So I know he had to have gotten it from somebody else. He didn't get it from us. Nah, <laughs> we, we, we ain't got it, cuz we ain't. But you know what? It brings me to another topic that I wanted to talk about. It was funny that right after this. I was listening to my other favorite show, The Breakfast Club, and Charlemagne was talking about this lady who was a who is a teacher, I'm sorry, kindergarten teacher in Arkansas. I think her name was Karen Lassiter, and what she did. Know what I'm gonna do? I'm not even gonna talk about it. I'm gonna play y'all a little bit of what happened right now. This works, and I want y'all to see the vibes of what happened in this story. So here we go. Check it out right now. Let's play it. The Breakfast Club, bitches. You're a donkey. Sometimes you just got to get real primitive on people, man. Uh, donkey of the day for Friday, March 12th, goes to Carla Lassiter. Who is Carla Lassiter? Uh, she's a teacher. Well, she shouldn't be anymore, but she's an Arkansas elementary school teacher. Now, I looked on KATV ABC7 Arkansas this morning. I looked on KARK.com NBC Arkansas this morning. I looked on THV11 CBS. Uh, this is in Arkansas as well. Even on Yahoo Life, they ran the story. I looked all these places and kept saying to myself, the headline says, Arkansas teacher accused of making five-year-old student unclogged toilet with hands. But none of these articles I read had the teacher's name. But they all had the name of the boy's mother. Her name is Ashley Murray. Drop on the clues bombs for Ashley Murray. Uh, Ashley is calling for Carla Lassiter's termination because this damn no-lip-having lady who clearly has a VIP membership in the Caucasus Mountains had Ashley's five-year-old child digging in the toilet with his bare hands. They made this five-year-old... No, no, not, not they. She, Carla Lassiter, made this five-year-old boy go in the toilet and get his feces and the dirty tissue out of the toilet to unclog it. Only reason I got her name is because I saw it on Heavy.com. Dropping the clues bombs for Heavy.com because they did five facts you need to know about Carla Lassiter. Okay? And before we tell you some more about Carla Lassiter, let's go to THV CBS 1140 report, please. A Pulaski County Special School District mom claims her son was forced to dig into a dirty toilet by his teacher. Come on. Ashley Murray couldn't believe what her son said his teacher made him do in class last Friday. She made me get my boo-boo out with my bare hands um, in the toilet. And I'm like, are you serious? Mary alleges that her son's kindergarten teacher at Crystal Hill Elementary School wanted to teach him a lesson about clogging the classroom toilet. Pulaski County Special School District released a statement Wednesday afternoon saying they're actively investigating these alleged actions. The teacher in question is on administrative leave. After talking to the principal, Murray says the teacher gave her a call. He said, I don't have an explanation on what happened. Um, I just know, I just know that I'm deeply sorry for what happened. 
and now they're seeking legal action on the incident. She needs to be terminated. I don't, I feel like she does not need to teach in any school district. She does not need to be around any kids. Her license needs to be taken. I agree with all of that. Hey, THV CBS 11. Um, why didn't you say this woman's name? Hmm. Why didn't you say Carla Lasseter's name? We know why. Because white people, <laughs> Caucasians. If we don't recognize the racial bias in media by now, man. Thank you, Heavy.com, for uh, the five facts of Carla Lasseter. Uh, the number one fact is the child's grandmother says the boy is a young black male, and this was done to degrade him. Yes. <laughs> that is a fact. Okay, we know this already. And this human jaw helmet is called a Lassiter. I'm going to stop it right there. I just want y'all to hear that. But it's so bad and it's so true, too. It's all messed up how this lady made this young black boy dig in the toilet to unclog it after he took a dump and clogged up the toilet. Man, sometimes your stomach hurt and you don't know what's going to come out of you until you put it down in the toilet. You it's not his fault. You would come up to the school that was my question. and physically carry me out of there from what dragging her ass up and done? down the hallways. What would you have done? I would have had to go back to Orange Mound. When you, <laughs> listen, man. I would have to call the school. Had that happened, I would have asked to speak to Kara Lassiter's um, boyfriend. If she had a boyfriend, if she doesn't have a boyfriend, you know what I'm saying? She got a girlfriend. I would have said, let me speak to your daddy because I'm about how? to fight somebody. Somebody finna catch these hands. Like, how belittling. And he's five. He will always remember that his kindergarten fucking teacher made him stick his hand down a toilet and pull his own shit out of it. Man, I don't even like, listen, when Blake uses the body, I don't like grabbing his and dumping it into the big toilet. Like, that's nasty. I don't even and like I'm, doing that. I'm just going to have to tell Blake, like, when he, when he starts school, if a teacher ever makes you do something, that you know in your heart yeah, that you sure. don't ever want to do, don't do it. Walk out of the classroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walk yeah. out of and Blake got a lot of sense because, <laughs> mm. for instance, um, Blake was talking about his penis, <laughs> oh. and you know older people have a hard time saying the word penis, penis. and they want to say private part. And I told like we told Blake that he has a penis. That's what it's called. Yeah. So. I think uh, they were like, that's your private part. And Blake said, no, it's not. It's my penis. Mm -hmm. I want Blake to have that same energy mm -hmm. with no matter who he's talking to. If he knows it to be a fact, if he knows that's not right, I want him to always be able to say that. Yeah. So that is something that we will always teach him, especially when he going into people's classrooms and we're not there with him. Yep, yep. If you know that you ain't supposed to be doing that, and they try to make you do it, walk out of the classroom. Have a call me. Say, yeah. call my mama. There it is. Call my mama. Yeah, let's just, <laughs> let's just go ahead and call mom and let her figure it out because I ain't got nothing to do with it. But when I heard this story, man, I was so caught off guard because like the rest of the clip would go on to say, I feel like the teacher did that just to embarrass this little black boy. In the back of her mind, she may have not thought about it like that at the time, but she did that to prove a point and to embarrass him, the little black boy, in front of all of his other classmates. Like Indy said, he's five years old. I remember stuff that happened to me when I was five. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So you got to think of what kind of effect it's going to have on him in the long run. He might be a plumber. He might be the best plumber ever, but this could have affected that. He might have been. Now, he might not even want to be a plumber. Have to pull it out, doo-doo. You don't want to do that. That's nasty with your bare hands. Yeah, I remember my our kindergarten, kindergarten teacher, she said something. She didn't call us stupid, but it was something along those lines of, like, y'all aren't bright or something like that. And it was because there was a, a contest um, in the newspaper, and we were supposed to write a recipe Oh. And it was supposed to be cute, like knowing that we would misspell words. Right on. Um, but spelling them out in a way that sounds exactly like the words so that the person knows. Like lasagna. Yeah. Ain't no G in it, there. Yeah, it's spelling it exactly how yeah. it sounds. And so nobody in the classroom made it. I bet y'all did. In this competition, right? Everybody just spelled it. Everybody just spelled it wrong. <laughs> she got so mad. Talked down to everybody. And it was just like, for me to be 30 
now and I still remember that. It, that you know, you don't forget that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's wild. Nah, that's crazy. That's crazy. So yeah, Stitcher needs to be fired, man. Administrative leave. Imagine if you would had that teacher been black and had that student been white. Boy, it would be national news. CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, and everywhere. I know how, like difficult it is when you're dealing with other people's like poop. Because <laughs> I used to work in childcare, and so oh. I remember. I primarily worked with infants, so dealing with their poop is understandable. They're babies. They cannot wipe their own asses. But sometimes I used to have to volunteer in the three- and four-year-old classrooms. Mm. And I do recall, like, several kids asking me, could I wipe their butts? And I used to be so disgusted by it because I'm like, why you can't wipe your own behind? But now that I have a three-year-old, I understand why he can't. He why they can't, can't wipe their own behind. Can't get back in the ass um, twizzler like he need to, the ass twizzler. However... Considering, like, I'm just, I don't know how the school is set up. But if he's in kindergarten, it's a regular school. They have a janitorial staff. Come on, man. You got people for You got a plunger. Just go call. How difficult was it for this lady to go ahead, walk down to the principal's office, send her assistant? Because in kindergarten, please believe, they have assistant teachers right there. Hey, Miss Jones, go down and let the principal know that the bathroom is clogged up and we need the staff to come, the custodial staff to come unclog it. Boom, bam, no harm, no foul. Now she's done this for what? What good does she get? What kind of pleasure does she get out of this? Seeing her, seeing this kid humiliated. Make it make sense. It doesn't. <laughs> this this is why I always want the flexibility to where I can go up to the school and whip oh, yeah. some ass in the middle of the day if I have to. I'm telling you like, straight like, up. I just cannot. Man, let me see your daddy, man. Let me talk to your boyfriend. Let me talk to your husband because we got to fight. That's why I go to the gym, man. I'm telling you. I might have to break a nigga off and mess with my baby. I'm telling you straight <laughs> up. If your kid smack my baby in the face and you don't control your kid, I'm fighting the parent, the dad, not the mom. I'm fighting the dad. You remember that time we got in? <laughs> we went to a bar a long time ago and we were playing darts. And you got into it with this girl because she wouldn't move and she kept scooting her chair back. And you, we was, you were sitting in that chair first and she kept throwing darts. And you were like, She's not gonna say excuse me. And she bumped you. And then that's when all hell broke loose. <laughs> and I was sitting there. I said, Hey, man, ma'am. Where is your boy? Let me talk to whoever you here with. And me and him got into it. It was about to go down in the real way. I don't even, I'm not even going to argue with you. Let me talk to the dude you here with. Because me and him got to have a problem. If you and her got a problem. Dealing like, with them bars in East Nashville. Every, not, everybody got a problem now. So let's do it. And I was with some cool, big white dude. Remember those big dudes? Yeah. Big, they were, we he, were all he ready was, to fight. He was ready. He was ready to go. But so I got my, I'm talking about my big homeboy. What's my homeboy name, man? I don't remember. He that was, was the cool only time as we hell, hung out man. with him. Yeah, he was cool <laughs> as hell. He had my back. Met him one day. We were ready. To, me and him ready to go. He like Vader. Remember Vader off the wrestling? It's Vader time. I promise, dude. Look just like him. He ready but to squabble with me. It's it's the entitlement. And like it's always the entitlement. Mm-hmm. Like, um, even going back to the bar. And her entitlement. Yeah. They really be out here feeling like, I don't know. It's like in their head, they really feel like we were back in the day <laughs> and like black people scared to confront them. I just don't understand what about the shit though. Like what, eat, uh, beyond entitlement, right? What kind of pleasure did you get from that? She had to get, she had to get a kick out of that. And I just don't get what she got out of doing that to that kid. So if somebody can explain it to me, then, you know, I don't know. But she... To be on administrative leave baffles me. She needs to be fired, and she needs to be fired immediately. Go send Karen Lassiter. Get her out of here. And that's all I got to say about it, India. And even like Charlemagne said with the news. Yeah. The fact that they don't even be wanting to call them out by their name. It's the unconscious bias. Anytime, like... Our people do something. You, their name, <laughs> your name is what they know first. You don't even think about it, man. But it's so deeply rooted in you that it's like common practice at that point. You know what I mean? Like it's really an unconscious bias to how we think, and we gotta shake it, man. Just be around more, be around people who don't look and act like you. And then that's when you will start figuring things out. The world just doesn't revolve around your own little bubble. I never forget when I was working at a daycare. Um, very few black girls worked in this daycare. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And it was a girl, like, I had grown to be close to while we were there. Like, I considered her a friend while we were working there until her true color started to come out. And um, I remember us, I think it may have been election time. Uh-oh. Or, yeah, Obama was in office. And, um, and so I asked her. I don't even know if I asked her who she voted for. Or maybe I did ask her. Maybe I did ask her because mm-hmm. she didn't want to answer the question. And she was just kind of like, oh, you know, I'm from the South. I'm a white woman in the South. <laughs> and I was just like, and what exactly does that mean? I mean, she white and she know how to fight. No, I'm just playing. And so I just, I literally had to explain for her. I said, I don't understand how you white women from the South <laughs> don't have your own brains like you you know right from wrong and wrong from right um and that was when i realized (laughs) like because it was in another place that i worked at um no this must have been something else no obama was already in office so this the 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 first you got a lot of racist places you worked at i did you need to start reevaluating the people you associate yourself with you don't know who you're working with until you start working there You, you know what you are right about that Shout out to Gonzalo. Because the the previous job that I had before then, we actually voted at you know I got that you. year. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. And I'm wrong. my coworker, like, she walked in and said that she, you know, she didn't vote for Obama because she she always votes for who her husband votes for. Mm-hmm. You didn't tell me that. And I was yeah. just like, oh, okay, so your husband's a racist. Pretty much. And, so, and, yeah. and by you following the actions of your husband. You're a racist too. Like it's just I'm so confused. And I, I just I used to be at work like, like, how do y'all get like this? Like I just I it was so baffling to me. And so people, you really don't be knowing their true colors. And I was thinking about this other day. This is why Gotta I have watch a hard out. time. Gotta like, watch out. That's why I have a hard time trusting. <laughs> She don't like new people. Y'all know me by new- now. I love new people. Come holler at your boy. I'm your guy. Holler at me. It's really... Uh, well, new people in general, yes. I was going to say I definitely have a hard time trusting white women. Because anytime that I've even tried to be anything more than, like, friendly associates with them, um, it always backfires. Mm. Always. Well, we're going to try to turn over a new leaf, you know, we don't, but we don't leave that stigma sticking around. You I mean, know, I, so. tr- I try to give people the benefit of the yeah, doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they show their true colors and you and get the hell on down. They always end up show, showing their down. true colors. Like, even with this uh, past election, um, people who I, who, I had, who I thought were incredible people in the past, they showed their true ass colors. Yeah, like the homie, like um, my dad's friend. What's the homie name? Damn, what's my dad's friend's name? Oh, yeah. Um, damn, I forgot his name, too. Anyway, I don't I think blood racist at all. I think he's just ignorant. I don't think because racist, but because um, he showed love. Like, he showed hella love to my dad and my dad's memorial, my dad's funeral and everything. But, um, boy, after that, BLM, George Floyd died. My man was on the front line caping for the police, you feel me? But um, yeah, it's something wrong with Cud. I think he just, I think he just ignorant and don't understand the ways of the world. So you know, it is what it is. I think it's that they all have a a piece of racism deep down. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And um, the unconscious bias, baby. That's all I'm gonna say. They about just it. don't know what it looks like to them. So it, and that's why I'm always, that's why I'm so adamant about trying to send Blake to a diverse school. Okay. I I don't want him to look and all his teachers be white. Mm-mm. I don't want all his friends to be white. I want mm. him to know it diversity, experience diversity. Um, and we will and do I that. I always went to predominantly black schools. Black schools, big black. Three white people. Um, except Four. for my high school, but I had been in black schools so long that I had, I just always gravitated towards other black students. There it is. Uh, but my sister always went to predominantly white schools and we, we had a completely different experience. Yes, and yeah, you guys did. You completely guys did. different experience. And 
And and and this is this ain't even to say that that uh, black teachers won't cut a food because sometimes they be thrown off they too. Will. We already know they be thrown off too, but it's it's in a different way. Yeah, it's in a different way. For sure, you you right. Well, man, it's listen, just, like I said, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say I just, it's just it it's just not rooted in racism. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not. a completely different type of issue. Yeah, you would rather <laughs> deal with your own kind. You feel me? So you know, but like I said, listen. We ain't going to just keep beating the dead horse. We ain't going to prolong it, but we are going to say this whole episode was rooted in unconscious bias. So get out of your own damn way, people. Go out there and explore. Let your mind be free and get the racism away from me. India, I ain't even going to do the rest. Tell the people where they can find you. I'm going to let it shake like this. India.Marie, um, go to She Did That co-page. Um, if you're looking for vendor information, and like I said, come see me on March 27th. We'll be there. She'll be there. I might be there. I might be there later on. I got to work that morning. But you can find me at BLOVE1911 on all social platforms. Be sure to follow She and Our Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. Leave us a message in the DM or shoot us a message in the email. She and Our Podcast at gmail.com or info at She and Our Podcast.com. Either one. Hey, we see you there everywhere. You feel me? It's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, 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 I,